Hello, everyone, and welcome to Run402, the podcast, a show where we interview local runners in Nebraska and make running relatable. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, in our belated Valentine's Day episode, we talk to Omaha's most beloved training partners, Kevin Cleary and John Ritland. If you're wondering why I keep bringing these guys on the podcast, it's just because they're fantastic. They're smart, they're entertaining, and they're funny. And if you love this episode, be sure to check out Kevin's new podcast, where he talks with his friend Pete, who was a guest on our podcast, about their future hike, doing Rim to Rim in the Grand Canyon, and just adventures getting ready for it. So listen to today's episode and then head over to the Slack Packers podcast and give them a listen. All right, it's one week after Valentine's Day, but here's our Valentine's Day episode because we had to spend actual Valentine's Day with our sweeties. Um, but I'm here with my two good friends, Kevin and John. Kevin Cleary, John Ritland. Hello. Hello. We're hanging out at Script Town. Love is in the air. <laughs> Training partner love. Training partner love is in the air. The two most beloved training partners in all of Omaha. That's what I'm hearing. Oh wow. <laughs> you know, I won't I won't dispute it. Right? So let's throw it back. What year did you guys start running together? A summer of seventeen. That sounds about right. I think I was starting to come to Script Town mm-hmm. uh, after my back surgery, which I thought was 2016. It was. Spring and of 2016. Yeah. Well, then, was it was it summer of 16 that we were... Because we started running to the really, like, uh, with the early bird run. I think it was, I think it was summer Omar of 16. Park. All right, yeah. Um, so we would... There was a group of us that would run together um, starting at... Um, Oh, I can't think of that. Equi Yeah. That's like how I met you guys. Five in the morning, and um, John and I would run together with Ginger, um, and then Ginger, John's dog. Um, we can tear your bless her heart. Bless her heart, RIP. <laughs> uh, and then the faster crew, Sarah, you, and Holly Ann, and um, Celia. Celia would all run together, and I think Giselle was in that group too. Um, yeah, so we, we really started running together there. Um, a lot of hot morning runs. Yes. And you guys would go every day. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much uh, every morning. John would leave from his house and run up the hill out of his way. No, uh, just a different route. A, a different route in the morning, yeah. I, I thought that was a once a week thing. Well, it started out once a week, and then we started running together more. The first time I ever talked to you, I think, was at High V in the yes, produce section. I remember that. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this guy goes to Script Town, and I can't think of his name. And this is how I am. Now that John knows me, this is how I am with everyone. I forget names a lot. Um, and so, luckily, this is why I have John for it, because John is known for remembering names. Well, I have, on my notes app on my phone, I have a long list of names categorized by the places... I'm likely to see them or I know them. That's it, so smart. It helps. I mean... It's a good hack. Sometimes I have to add a descriptor, you know. He has yet to tell me what the descriptor was for me in his phone. I have no idea. Not everybody has a descriptor. Not, Not everybody needs one. Just said Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. It's got to be one of these names. Yeah. yeah. So we started running together because we just sort of... 
similar pace. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least then. Um, well, si- similar daily pace, yeah. not not race pace. Yeah. Yeah, that's back when John was. That was pre pre uh, knee for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, quite a bit. All natural knee, man. Those knees can fly. <laughs> well, see, I, I'm getting older and slower. Kevin's getting younger and faster. <laughs> I'm getting older. <laughs> Maybe a little faster. Like Benjamin Button was that right? the guy? Yeah, yep, yeah, that's yeah. Kevin yeah. Now. Younger and faster. <laughs> so, what was your first race together? Oh, I don't even know. Um, you know, it's funny. We, similar to my wife and I, we run at the same time at races. Uh, we don't run together typically. Um, however, with no frills, especially um, the no frill series, that's where things get, for me at least, a little competitive. Um, because we typically are near each other. I have come in before John at no frills one time. I think I think one I time. Think, I think one time, yes. And it might have been last last winter. I think I may have beaten him one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, I'm able to hang for two to three miles, and then John turns on the jets, <laughs> and he is just a distant memory for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm like all all gas. Well, go good lord, I, I've still got like a mile to go, and you're already turning around. <laughs> Yeah, well, depends on the day. But. <laughs> no frills is so much um, fun. No frills is super fun. But it's funny because I, technically, I have to beat John by, I don't know, seven or eight minutes in order to actually come in in front oh, of him. Of age because grade. of the age grade. Yeah. So, like, John, I don't know, you get like 70% or 72%, something, something like, that. like that. Well, I get, it's like 97% of my time for me. So, yeah. I, uh, I only get a. a few seconds taken off of my time i only get a There's half second taken giant off. <laughs> several several minutes uh, and that that is even the case of um older folks who run like tom whitaker so tom whitaker gets i don't know 20 20 minutes on me maybe 25 yeah. minutes on me maybe this this past week he beat me in the standings Did he really yes um yeah i was last this this past week so, I'll, I mean, I ran, I don't know, 40, 48 minutes, 49 minutes and change. 49 minutes and change this week. It was not great for me. Um, and I finished last. Yeah, that's what, yeah. what's fun and not fun about no frills. Yeah. Every minute counts. Yeah, for sure. But did the – who is the gentleman who's like 71? He's just been sweeping it this oh, year. Oh, Perry Lynn. Perry Lynn. Well, he, he hasn't come to every race. He, he came to – Two, I think, but he he won the overall adjusted results each time because he's incredibly fast and he's seventy one. Yeah, John, John, did did he beat your age group record? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> Craig Christians keeps age group records for every age, not age group. Mm-hmm. So um, yes, one race I set. The seventy-year-old, the seventy-year-old last, last year, until he showed up and ran, and, and beat it by I don't know ten minutes, maybe not ten, a lot. Yeah, and he made a point of telling me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and, and this year, uh, I didn't get a chance to set it because he showed up at the first race. Yeah. But, hey, maybe he won't show up next year, right? Are you guys the same age? Seventy-one. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy-one. Yeah. yeah. And birthdays probably maybe similar. Yeah. Interesting. 
I think you might be a little bit older because I was 70. You were 70 for the the first first race. Yeah, Yeah, my age switch. I went from 28 to 29, so I went from no, like, age grade. And then I got half a second now. Right? Yeah. That's how I feel like I've... Like, I feel like even as I've gotten older, it still, like, it doesn't quite, like, add up for me. Like, why am I still only getting, like, what seems like incremental seconds? Right. Whereas, like, I don't know, John gets, like, eight minutes. We just need a couple decades. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, those races are fun. Those races are super fun. Yeah. each other, and if you guys are really yeah. competitive... And it's, I mean, like, let's be honest, at the end of the day, it's all friendly competition, and, you know, we like to rib each other a lot, so uh, it's just, it's all fun and games for us. Or at least it is for me, I don't know, John might be having a, he might be secretly, you know. I, I enjoy the competition no matter who I'm running yes. with, but I do have to work harder these days to stay ahead of Kevin. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in Chicago... Mr. Ritland over here was, was not pleased that I did come in in front oh, of him well. in Chicago. By, Kudos to you for a great PR day. By 15 minutes. By 15 yeah, you had a fantastic yeah. day. But here's the thing. John doesn't get mad. He gets even. <laughs> and so a week later, a week later. <laughs> he, he beat me by, I don't know, 25 minutes. And so really his total time overall with both of our uh, marathons that we did, his total time was still less than mine. Yeah. For whatever reason, the stars were not aligned for me in Chicago, but they were in Des Moines a week later. You guys are nuts for doing and, those back-to-back, just going to say that. But. I've never done <laughs> one week, a week after the other, and, and you know what? I seem to be fine. I mean, I feel like you I, did a marathon. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. Didn't, when did you do Berlin? Was that last year? Uh, last last year, year I had three of them within three weeks, Yeah. but there was, so there was two weeks... One, you know, uh, no, within four weeks. Right? Four weeks, yeah. right? So, I had uh, I had Wabash Trace. Then two weeks later, I had two weeks in a day. I had Berlin, and then two weeks in a day, I had Boston because yeah. Wabash Trace was on a Saturday, Berlin was on a Sunday, and Boston's always on a Monday. That's, That's right. Nice. That was 2021 or 20, uh, yeah. 21, yeah. 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 And then fall. last that year. That was the fall, the fall of Boston. Yeah. And last year was Des Moines and Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, so. No. Des Moines, Des Moines Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah. Des Moines and Chicago. No, Kansas City. That's the right. same weekend as Des Moines. Well, you can. There are people who do Des Moines and Kansas City back to back. They do Kansas City on Saturday and then Des Moines on Sunday. That's insane. Yeah. Like, when is just training for one marathon enough? Right. <laughs> you know, I could probably be talked into the half. Uh, like, both halves yeah. back-to-back. Yeah. But I'm certainly not doing both fulls back-to-back. Yeah. Or maybe a full and a half. Full and know. a half? Half and a full? This like, is... the dopey challenge? Just yeah. do that? For oh, like... yeah. Um, no. Hard pass on that. I heard a rumor... That Teresa Garvin wants to do that for her 40th birthday. Oh, does she? Yes, and I, I'm calling her out. Have She's got to do it now. She listens. Teresa, you should do it. As we're like, oh, we would never yeah. do that. But Teresa, she should. Good for hope she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better her than us. Although this yeah. is this is typically how, how things get started. Because John will say, oh, you're thinking about doing this. You're thinking about doing that race. Or, oh, maybe trek up the tower. Which I have, I have resisted trek up the tower. Uh, 
That's this weekend. Maybe this Saturday, yeah. Maybe next year I will do Vertical Mile. But this is this is how things get started because we really just talk each other into doing. Uh, and you're yeah, usually drinking things. a beer after the run. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or during, I mean, whichever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or before the run. Right. But yeah, do you guys compare race schedules like early on? Do you ever like try to, or is it more like, oh, that kind of sounds I mean, like fun? Oh, right. I think we all enter and and or avoid the same races. Yes, <laughs> for sure. I, I always. Do early bird? Are you signed up for yeah, early bird? I'm yet? not signed up. I'm, I'm going to, though. Okay. Yeah. He never does cornfield because... I hate cornfield. He hates cornfield. cornfield. Have you it's done a, it? It's a great... I've done cornfield several times. He hates leprechaun chase. I hate leprechaun chase, too. So I never do that. <laughs> Harvest Moon? Is that one okay? Uh, it, that's a great race. Uh, you can never get into it, though, if yeah. you're not doing the black. Um, I have very strong opinions about race. They run very well. I don't want to like, call out Pink Gorilla. Pink Gorilla does a fantastic job. Um, for Leprechaun Chase, I always get stuck, like, near the back. People are, like, four wide. I hate the, like, the hills, and I hate the course. I hate everything about it, um, besides how it's run. You've it's got run the women in one lane, well. the men in the other, yes. and the whiners in the other lane. Yep, and that's me. <laughs> um, okay. For, for Cornfield, Cornfield, uh, it's always, like, 900 degrees outside, and it has that stupid uphill finish at the end. It's terrible. Um, so, yeah, hard hard pass on that for me. But. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to say it. I don't like fun runs. I don't like, like, I love casual runners. Mm-hmm. I just don't want them to be around me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you I mean? You have casual runners. You just want them, like, to just casually like, run elsewhere. Well, so I did this race in St. Paul, Minnesota. It was called the Get Lucky. You could do a 7K, a 14K, or a 21K, which was the half. They all started at the same time, and they lined you up by pace, but all these, I know they're bibs, I know what they look like, they're different than mine, I'm going to call them out. They're 5Kers, dressed up in their, like, green tutus and, like, all their silly gear. Um, they were lined up in, like, the seven. pace. But there's a, pl- there's a place for that. We absolutely there is. We want to make there, sure. We want them to be there. For sure. But just don't line up in the seven if you're going to you know, walk. So here's my issue with that is, like, the signage. I think the race needs to have – races need to have signage on where folks should line up at. Yeah. Like, I want everybody to run. I want – I don't care if you're walking. I don't care if you're running. Uh, I don't care what pace you run. I think it's on the race to be very clear on where where folks – where it's appropriate for folks to line up at. Like, I don't want to get in anyone's way. I don't want anybody to get in my way. People are going to line up with it. And people are going to line yeah, up with it. Yeah, that's what it was. You can, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is true. Yes. Uh, Maybe just a sign that says, like, elite, semi-elite, I run often, and then I am casual, and I've never run a day in my life. That's what the sign Which is because you've never be. run a day doesn't, doesn't equal slow. That's mm-hmm. true. That is true. But they might... Be less annoyed if the person in front of them just starts walking at a quarter mile in. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think, like, you know, like, 10Ks, I still think you get some, like, you know, the fun run mentality, which, you know, Time I've treated... Time and place for everything. Yes. I treat some marathons as a fun run. I've mm-hmm. done Disney. I had fun. I walked a lot. See, you, that's another race you can't pay me enough to do. Really? No way. I'm not interested in Disney. Absolutely not. It's got. It starts at like three in the morning. You got to get there like, basically at like two a.m. or something dumb like that. 
And then there's just like people everywhere. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I'm Uber, not a big crowd person. My Uber the morning, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. But my Uber the morning of the 2020 Walt Disney Marathon was $80. Yeah, I bet. Wow. And it's Disney, so everything's like a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I have strong opinions about things. You don't get into the park with your yeah. bib. Yep. You have to pay separate for That's that. That's ridiculous. But I think everyone should do a Disney marathon. Everyone needs to People pay love it. $80 for their Uber. You can ride a roller coaster in the race. Nope. And I, and I can't even begin to tell you how little that appeals to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a lady who had a goat walking around. No, I want to get those things done. Like, I want to get races done as fast as possible. Typically, as fast as possible. Uh, and because by the time it's done, like, then the pain of the race is over. And then I can get on with things. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no time to stop and ride a roller coaster in the middle of the race for me. Would you say the leprechaun chase is a different crowd than, like, early bird? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, early bird being 10 miles, being a 10-mile race, you know, you've got, um, I don't know. You have have more folks. um, You've got folks who have really been training a lot all winter um, and who are just, like, ready to, to test the legs, I think, for the most part. Uh, Leprechaun Chase is, I don't know, more of a fun, like, catch who's going to finish first, catch the yeah. catch the, uh, the women. And, yeah, the, uh, it's a party, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a party. In the afternoon, there would be people that would sign yeah. up for a 10K that wouldn't think of doing a 10-mile. Yeah. Even though it's... Right. It's really not that much further. If you can can run a 10K, you can run a 10-mile. If you can run a 10-mile race, you can run a half marathon. There you go. If you can run a half, you can certainly do a full. And if you can do a full, do 100. Sign up for Hitchcock, right? (laughs) Yes. Hitchcock, which I have also done. Have you ever Uh, done With John Ritter. I did the half at Hitchcock one year. Did you do the half, too? I did do the half one year. Not the same year. Not the same year. Not the same year. Um, You did it the year after me. Yeah, I thought well. Hell, Kevin can do it. <laughs> exactly. See, you Sign know, I love to serve as the ins- inspiration. <laughs> if I can do it, certainly anyone else can do it. Um, but no, it's it's fun. Uh, we just, I don't know, John and I just have a lot of fun together. I'm going to tell Ron that you're going to be the spokesperson for Hitchcock. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I am a Hitchcock hype man yeah. after this year. Especially after this year when it was just perfect weather. I know. Like, one loop around... Ben and I just had a great time. I paced uh, Ben Richter, and I mean, I, okay, I should say I had a great time. I don't know how <laughs> Ben was getting the job done. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure I took in more calories than what I burned. Um, I certainly had more food at the aid stations than what Ben was eating at that point. Like they were like, "Oh, quesadillas," and I was like, "Yeah, give me like three of those. Like, you know, <laughs> potatoes, cookies." Chad Lunder's mom made cookies. Uh, really? Oh yeah, they were. That was at the the camp, the camp campsite. The you know that the campground. Campground. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, uh, that's where Baby Barkley was. Yeah, and Nate. <laughs> Not when we were out. Yeah, Sunday morning. I was there Sunday morning. Yeah, we were there for eight hours, mm-hmm. and then we're like, okay, let's leave. <laughs> but yeah. So, have you guys done any trail races together, like out of town or just in town? I'm trying to think. Oh, we've done, um, well, I signed up, we both signed up for uh, GOATS 50K one year in 2017. Right. And John ditched me. 
Yeah, I actually intended to do it, but it was the last dad's day at KU in Lawrence, right? Rock chalk. Rock chalk. Mm -hmm. So I did that. Bailed on that uh, on the goats, which is the only time I've ever entered the that that one. I may think about it again sometime. Is that the year Holly Ann did it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a. I like trail running, and I do it more than I did when I started running years ago. Uh, but I've never done an ultra on the trail, so maybe someday. I mean, if you're doing a marathon every every weekend, it's a different mindset. So it is possible. a different mindset. Ultras are fun. Like I, I don't know. I just have so much fun going around those trails, no matter how hard they are or whatever. Like, I guess I should say ultra. I've only done one, really. But uh, I don't know. Trail running, I guess, is just. I don't know. I don't have. I think because I don't have any time specific goals, and it's hard to have time goals like for me to comprehend. Just because every course is different, like it's different running at Tranquility than what it is running at Swanson or running at Jewel Park or running at Hitchcock. Like all of those like courses are so vastly different that you can't, to me, like compare times on each of those because of the different elevation profiles. And even like event to event, like how many people are there? Yeah. Especially if you're on like a single track. Yeah. You're not gonna zip around anyone. Right, right. Yeah. Any fun stories from your times together? Um, Let's see, Uh, you know, John introduced me to a lot of, I get a lot of history like especially local history with John because John is a big Omaha history buff. And one morning we're running through Elmwood Park and John asked me if I know anything about Monkey Island. Oh, Monkey Island. Okay, sure. I thought you were going to... Oh, so, yeah. Story about um, but apparently, in the Well... <laughs> Apparently, there is an island, like, down in, in Elmwood Park, and you can kind of see the, uh, the railing from, like, the trail in Elmwood uh, that would lead down there. And it, at one point, it had just, like, a bunch of monkeys that lived there. Like, there's a whole, a whole deal. Actually, the, the Monkey Island itself was kind of over where the parking lot is now yeah. by the pool. Yeah, kind of, that's was, right. It wasn't in the creek bed. It was. Oh, okay. It, it was, was up, just to the west. Okay. In the parking lot, where the parking lot is now for the pool. Yeah. But the railing, I mean, you could still see railings around the creek that are, are uh, probably remnants from that time. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a time John's gloves got uh, got taken when he was in a porta potty. We were on a run one morning um, down by the riverfront, down by the Bob Carey Bridge, and. John, we had we were waiting to use a porta potty. Bathroom stops are often with us in in running. We like to plan our routes around available bathrooms. That's smart. Um, you know, it's just smart. Let's be honest. Um, and so, two guys walk out of the porta potty, and John goes into the porta potty but leaves his gloves outside. Well, then he comes out and he says, "Where are my gloves?" And these like glitzy gloves that he was. He just happened to be wearing that morning. Well, it, it wasn't a terribly cold morning, but I, I had laid my gloves on the rail and then checked the door, and it was locked. Somebody was obviously in there. So I, I walked over to where Kevin and, and my, our friend Randy were standing, and then 
I heard the door open, and to our surprise, two men walked out. You know, it was an extra wide porch on, right? So, you know, to hide my... Lots of room for su- activities. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Not, I wasn't disapproving. Yeah. Just my surprise, I had turned away from them until they were gone, and that's when I noticed they had walked off with my gloves that I had laid there on the rail. They used your politeness against you. That's right. <laughs> so, there you go. But they were, they were very sly about it. But, you know, somewhere, somewhere down by the Bob Carey Bridge, I'm convinced that we're going to find those gloves one day. Yeah, maybe so. Many years from now. Many years from they now. They might just be a few threads. I'm going to find those gloves. <laughs> That's funny. I forgot about Randy. Yeah. Randy's doing well. Is he still running? He is still running. Are you guys still running from Zen? Um, John and I run from Zen uh, usually on Saturdays. Uh, right now it's intermittent because we have uh we do no frills on on saturday morning randy runs closer to his house um up uh, up uh by M- mp dodge park up florence and, yeah up in florence yeah. And, and i'm doing like trek up the tower on saturday so no zen this no week zen but this i think week. after we get past all this yeah we'll, we'll be, be doing, back we'll at, be doing zen back at yeah zen we have kept saturdays. the urban run going yes in spite of what you may have heard Right. Does continue. Urban run continues every week. We wait for we wait for anyone to show up. <laughs> In one week, Fourth of July. Yeah. Liesel. Yep, Liesel. Yeah, came. She pulls into Zen and goes, "Hey, is this? Uh, is this? Are you part of like Run Four Hundred Two, like the Urban Run?" And we're like, "Yes." <laughs> but no oh, one's like, coming I'm here. Sorry about you. And, yeah. So uh, you know, people people do still come every now and then. Um, you know, Dan, Dan and Brenda Allen will come uh, when the weather gets a little it's bit nicer. While, yeah. um, they haven't been regular for a bit, but uh, they will show up. And um, yeah, I, I, I personally think that 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 Zen could accommodate, you know, a, a good sized early morning group. Yeah, uh, you don't need to find someplace else. Um, I think there's plenty of tables there. They've got a second room. Yeah, and I feel like later in the day, the college kids are going to come and yeah, study right. there. Later it's the a morning. big Creighton yeah. right. But that early, it's still pretty good. I think so. Good. Yeah. Well, although Kevin and I like to run earlier than, than I think some people were, were scheduling that run later. Mm-hmm. We like to start at 7. Yeah. And if it's going to be really hot, we might even start at 6.30. But yes. usually 7 is a standard Seven time. 7 is pretty good. Yeah. For any time of the year. Yeah. So we're done. We're back in by what eight fifteen or so. Ish, yeah. Depending on, depending on how many porta potty stops. Mm. Depending so, on how long you're looking for those so, gloves. Yeah, you, <laughs> you never know. Hey, I, I hope they use them and I hope they enjoy them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever. Right. Whatever yeah. things they may be doing with those. Uh, yeah, and then you know we would do. Uh, we ran long several times this summer too, doing getting ready for Chicago, Chicago and, and Des Moines, and so um, we like to go north on. So after you go across the Bob Carey Bridge, you can either go north or south on the trail over there in Council Bluffs, and so we like to go north on that trail. And there is a um, a gas station at right about six miles, five and a half ish miles. Uh, from Zen, and so there was a while when we were going there pre pre COVID, we were running past there like ev- every week, and we always stop in that gas station, and it's always the same woman who is working, um, always just amazed. Cassandra, Cassandra. shout out Cassandra, shout out <laughs> if you're um, listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I bet she is. Um, 
but yeah, just like always amazed that we were out. We'd be running in, you know, 75, 80 degree weather. Did you get any food when you stopped? So we always we always bought a Gatorade, uh, and then we'd refill uh, our water bottles and water packs. Yeah, we'd make a purchase. Yeah, but, but yeah, we'd on the hot dogs and the pizza, oh. <laughs> corn dogs. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, that's always fun up there. We like to stop there and. Say hello to Cassandra, even after all these years. She's been working there for a while. Uh, but What races are you doing this year? Oh, both two early bird. Um, I just did Mesa, the Mesa 10K. I couldn't talk John into coming down to sunny Arizona. <laughs> I'm doing the London Marathon in April. You're running in London? Yeah. yeah. Before that, I'll do Leprechaun Chase and early bird. I like it. Track up the tower on Saturday. Doing the vertical mile. We'll see. I mean, I have the strength and stamina. I just don't know if I'm picking my legs up enough to do the stairs. It'll be the first time I've done it since my knee replacement. So, Ooh. But, but with the track, you know, you're not you're not you don't you're not committed to doing the whole thing. They're, they're, if you don't want to go up again, just don't get in line. Or and, and they have several bailout places along the way to step off the stairs and take the elevator down. So I'll see how it goes. How many times have you bailed out during a race? Once. Exactly. Well, twice. What's the, what's the second time? Once for pancakes. Well, that was, yeah, Fort Worth. And then you bailed in mm. KU in Lawrence. Well, that, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the, the Fort Worth Marathon in 88, um, we had done, my friends and I in Texas had done Dallas in December, um, Houston in January, and we're doing February, Fort Worth in February, and it was hot. And back then, I was always always starting too fast and always just struggled terribly the last five or six miles. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> right? I, didn't I never start too fast. I didn't have the sense to never run a smart ever. race. And so that, that day was shaping up to be the same thing. And I had a little, very little motivation. And the third guy in our, our group we knew was behind us, and we knew he was struggling. So my friend and I, Cody and I, just said, let's wait for George, see if he wants to go get pancakes. That was at about 20 miles. So I just dropped out. <laughs> so you had six miles to go. <laughs> I know. I, wait, I, so you didn't, like, drop out? You just, like, yeah, I just, yeah, just they, got off the well, course? Yeah. Let's just see if George wants to go get pancakes. And he was all full. <laughs> so what we'd all already done, we yeah. had very little motivation. That's fair. So, but, yeah, I quit that one. Well, I didn't even know that was an option during races. What have I been doing? <laughs> just, like... I could just leave. I mean, John hasn't stepped off the course since then, basically. Except, I mean, the one right, it was like right before your knee replacement. Yeah, I think the year that it took me almost seven hours to run Chicago. Yeah. I tried to do a half marathon, what, a week later? Yeah, you did. Because I'd signed up for Uh it more and said I loved that race. But, yeah, my knee just said, no more. We're stopping here. So. And then you had your knee replaced in January January of 2020. About three years ago. Yeah. Are either of you guys doing Lincoln this year? Maybe, no, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Now, last what was it last year with Lincoln? No, a couple years I ago. I did the half Lincoln. last year, but the year before. Two years ago, you were signed up for the full, and the whole week leading up to it, John John is known for sandbagging. The whole week leading up to it, all I hear about is I'm only going to do the half. I'm just doing the half, doing the half, doing the half. So Holly Ann and I went out and we watched the race, and we see John at mile three and. He's doing pretty well. And then we go over to about mile nine. 
And I see him, and he looks good. And I, I, I turn to Holly and I say, he's going to do, do the full. There's no way he turns off to do the full. And he comes up, he said, oh, what, what would you do if you were me? I said, do the full. Uh, wrong and then, person to ask for advice. Yep, wrong, wrong person to ask for advice. So then we barely made it to the, you know, the half and full split. So we made it to just after the half split. And John had, uh, had come up and yelled at me that he joked that he uh, missed his turn. So then he had to do the full. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> And it was, it was a good weather day, too. I didn't have my running shoes. Otherwise, I would have hopped in and done the last half. It wasn't yeah. awful, no. Yeah. Got a little warm. Yeah. As it often does. Yeah. Lincoln. I don't know if I'd ever do the Lincoln Bowl. Um, I've done it once, and it was hot. It was yeah. 85 <laughs> degrees on that race course. You ran the full that year. I think I, think I did well that year. Um, Holly Ann ran the full that year. And um, Andy Bradfield ran the full that year. And I saw Andy after he was coming back and I was still headed out. But he was probably, I was at like mile 18 and he was probably at mile 20 or so. And I had forgotten that I hadn't seen him yet because you see everyone like coming coming back. (laughs) I look up and there's Andy and... (laughs) We just started walking towards each other and embraced. Um, and what we didn't know is there was a photographer there that caught this entire moment on Oh, that's so sweet. In photos. Yes. It should have just been you uh, and Andy on the podcast. Right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a very hot day. Um, yeah, that, and never, never again for the full there. You just never know what you're going to get for weather in Lincoln. For sure. It always seems like the week before Lincoln is good, maybe even a couple weeks before Lincoln is good, and then Lincoln is hot, and then two weeks later is the Ralston half, uh, or the Papillion half. That's right. And it's always, like, very good weather. Like, I ran that. It's usually pretty good. Yeah. Windy. Sometimes, sometimes windy. It's never hot. Spring races around here, you never know. You just never know. Lincoln's never been cold. It's been hot or and or rainy. Yeah. Never cold. Papillion, Papillion has, has been cold. Yeah. It, it hasn't been hot, I don't think, really, no, ever. No, uh, This year, Papillion was about perfect. Um, actually, it rained pretty hard if you were out there after two, two hours or so. Did it rain? Yeah, I think it was I pretty heavy remember. rain. Did it rain? Did it rain on us? I think so. Papillion? Maybe. That's why you got to sign up for so many races. One of them's going to be good. Yeah, it all blends together and it all just, yeah. Yes. And to tie this podcast up in a little nice bow. Yep. If you see that guy from Run Club in the produce section. Say hi. Yeah. There you go. Because he's going to say hi to you. Yep. And keep. Keep the name of everyone you meet in your phone. That's right. There you go. That's it. <laughs> that's that's the key. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Sarah. Appreciate all, all the work you do with the podcast. Thank you. And that's a wrap. If you want to write to us, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Run402ThePodcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you out there.